Hey guys, welcome to episode 25 of the $300 Starter Podcast. I'm your humble and gracious host, Jose Burgos, back with another episode. Um, this one is really cool. I'm excited about this one. Um, I recently put something together that I think it's pretty much, you know, it's something I wish I had when I first started my uh, side hustle. Um, as many of you guys know, I still work a nine to five, so my digital marketing is a side hustle. Um, and I was able to basically bootstrap that off the ground. Um, and I basically put everything that I learned into six pillars and I call it the six pillars of starting your side hustle. Um, now if you go to the $300 startup.com backslash six pillars checklist, you'll be able to get like an actual, you know, nice looking version of it, uh, that you can actually check off. Like it has the check boxes as an actual, um, I, I don't want to just call it a checklist because that takes away from all the information that's on it, but it's packed with information. It's packed with uh, a ton of value and it walks you through the six pillars. Um, and you can actually, you know, be interactive with it and check them off as you get these things done. Now, the really cool part about it is, is that I also did a webinar that hasn't been published yet. And I want to give you guys the webinar and audio form here in these next two episodes. So the webinar is about 40 to 45 minutes long. And as I told you guys before in the past, I want to keep these podcasts concise so you guys can consume them more easily during your day. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make this episode and the next episode, a part one and a part two, um, that'll walk you guys through the webinar. Now, the whole webinar is literally built on the six pillars that you need to start a side hustle. So it's very important to follow along. And I give a lot of great value on, you know, where you can go to get these things done, uh, et cetera, et cetera, guys. So super hyped, super excited. This is really cool for you guys. Um, you guys can see the webinar when I actually publish it because it is a video, but if you listen to this podcast or you're a subscriber to this podcast, I appreciate you so much that you're going to get to hear the webinar before, you know, anybody gets to see it uh, publicly. And that's just because I appreciate all the love and support I've been getting for the podcast, guys. Uh, so I'm just going to let it go in from here. Um, I plan on just putting the theme song in the very beginning and then just going right to the webinar. So cue the theme song, guys, and uh, I'll see you guys in part two. Later, guys. Welcome to the webinar for what I like to call the six pillars of starting a side hustle. Uh, my name is Jose Burgos. Uh, I've started a company called the $300 Startup because I, you know, and I was in a place 18 months ago where I was stuck in my nine to five. I had no idea what to do on the side. Um, I was under the belief that, you know, having a nine to five, you would need to do way too much in order to start making passive income. I thought that you needed to know somebody to know somebody. I thought that there was no way in hell um, that I'll be able to learn all the stuff that I needed to learn in order to, you know, basically get off the ledge and finally start my side hustle. So I wanted to put this, you know, all my content together and I wanted to make this six pillars of starting a side hustle. I wanted to put this together because I want to debunk the myth that people like me have, which is that, you know, the gatekeeper still exists. You need to know somebody, you need to be able to, you know, have a, a college degree or anything like that in order to be a business person. 
um, the internet has completely removed those barriers for you guys. And thankfully, with these six pillars, I believe that you can start a side hustle, which means you can start putting more you know, food on the table and you can start uh, living check to, check to check. And eventually you could even leave your nine to five if you choose to do so. Um, you can build this type of company in as little as 48 hours and for as little as $300, hence the name of the company, the $300 startup. And I want to be able to help people and, and educate people to not only debunk all those misbeliefs that they have, but also give them the resources and the tools they need um, to be able to actually get it done. Uh, me, 18 months ago, when I was starting on my journey, I found it damn near nearly impossible to find the right information. So naturally, you try to buy your way out of a problem. And when you buy your way out of a problem or try to, you start getting you know, taken for a fool and you start buying these courses and you start, you know, putting your money that you don't have. Uh, mind you, I'm a father of four. I'm sure a lot of you that are watching are in similar situations where you have kids. You don't have this money to waste. And what happens when you try to buy yourself out of a problem is you continuously waste money, money, money that you don't have. So I was that guy, right? I thought, you know, the information that I needed to finally get a side hustle going was right there. And all I needed was one more book. Or all I needed was one more course. All I needed was anything like that. The problem became is that I put me and my wife in a massive debt doing this, and I didn't get anywhere fast. All I did was just get a bunch of information that was unorganized thrown at me, and it was overwhelming, and I had to overcome a lot of things. And then when you get stuck in that situation of having to overcome, you get anxious and you get depressed and things get you know out of control, and it seems like everything's going way too fast for you. So my job here, guys, hopefully by the end of this webinar is to show you that you can start this type of business in as little as 48 hours um, and for as little as $300. Trust me, this can be done in 2019, 20. I don't know when this video is going to air, but it can be done now. The internet has taken that down. So um, a little bit about me is what I just told you, but also I run a digital marketing agency called Spotlight Coalition, and that is my side hustle. I started it about 18 months ago. Um, I had no idea what I was doing. I just know that I needed to make income fast. And the thoughts of starting a side hustle I've had for way long before I actually started, but you know, procrastination and just being scared didn't allow me to actually finally jump over the ledge and do what it is that I needed to do. So when I finally did that, uh, I started a digital marketing company. It's not the easiest way to enter, but the internet is so prominent right now and marketing is so prominent that there is definitely a space for you in digital marketing. Uh, the reason I say it's not the easiest way for me to jump in is because it's it's a red ocean, as they like to say. Like everything, there's a lot of people doing digital marketing right now. Um, a lot of gurus, a lot of phonies. I wasted a lot of money on a lot of courses. Um, and it, it, it's, it's tough to do digital marketing, but that's my side hustle. And in a matter of 18 months, I've been able to get my wife and I out of a $10,000 debt um, I was able to take two vacations this year. I took one with the kids to Pennsylvania and I took uh, one long overdue honeymoon. Uh, after six years of being married to my wife, we never had a honeymoon. Uh, my wife and I were able to go to Puerto Rico for a week uh, and it was completely incredible. Um, and I've been able to basically stay ahead on bills. I've been able to build the savings. Um, I'm actually investing now in a few different investment places. Um, you know, basically things in 18 months are, have changed around for me and it's sky's the limit for here, from here. And I, I, owe, I owe that to finally starting my side hustle and finally making more income. Now, I will tell you guys, I still work my nine to five by choice um, as I continue to grow. 
Um, but that's the beauty of a side hustle. You can either continue to, you know, you can leave your nine to five eventually, or you could just continue to do both as long as you're living a comfortable and happy life. So that's, you know, the sky's the limit for me. I'm continuing to go, but I build these six pillars because out of all the information that I got and out of all the thousands of dollars that I wasted on courses, it came down to having these six key things in order for you to start a side hustle as fast as possible. Um, but it's not only knowing these six key things, it's actually knowing where to go to take advantage of this of these six key things. So that's what I wanted to build this webinar for, guys. And that's where I want to take you guys on this journey. So let's get started. The six pillars of starting a side hustle. Uh, let me switch over here. I'm hoping all of you guys can see this. All right. So this is what I built. These are the six pillars of starting a side hustle. These are tips and tricks and tools that every side hustler needs to know. Whether you know it or not yet, you've always had that dream of leaving your 95. You've always had that feeling of not wanting to work with somebody else. Or in order to do that, you have to start a side hustle. So you are a side hustler just by having those thoughts. So you need to know this stuff. Uh, step one in my whole thing for your company, you obviously need a domain name. Your domain name is your address on the internet. Once you own it, no one can move in, right? So if I own this house, unless I sell the house or unless I you know, default on my bank loan, nobody can kick me out. It's my house. It's important for the brand in the future uh, of your company that your domain name actually matches the company name. So I run, like I told you guys, a digital marketing agency called Spotlight Coalition. So my domain name is spotlightcoalition.com. I would not take Spotlight Coalition movement or anything that doesn't actually get to the point of my brand. Um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything off brand because it confuses people. Right. And then the problem is if you don't get this early on, maybe down the road, when you finally do want to get it to just be, you know, your company name, it may already be taken and then you're going to have to pay for it. Uh, sometimes a lot of money. There's actually people that do this, uh, for a living. They buy domain names and then hope that somebody comes and needs it like a movie company or something and pays them thousands of dollars to take it away from them. So definitely do that. Definitely make sure it matches. If you have if, if you have not named your side hustle yet, I recommend that you do it at the same time, like while you're thinking of a name. Um, and a really cool tool that you could use is uh, Oberlo's uh, business name creator tool. You could just dump information in there. And it's really cool because it gives you like a list of, you, you could dump keywords in there. It gives you like a list of a bunch of different variables and a bunch of different things that you can name your company. And then you can start to write those down. Uh, and like, you know, elimination and, you know, get a little bit of feedback from certain people and stuff like that. But I will say this, you need to be careful with, you know, going to family members because sometimes it's there, they have a bias towards you. Right. So they'll say everything is cool when it's really not. So I like to make, I like to do getting my name of my company and the um, domain name at the same exact time, just to make sure that when I finally get one of the names, I can go down, uh, um, I could go to look for the domain and make sure the domain is there. Because if I find the name and I get super hyped up about it and amped up about it, and then I go over to um, check if the domain name is available and it's not, then I have to start that whole process over again. And that's something that we can't do, right? That's just conflict. It's a waste of time, all that. So I highly recommend that you do both of these things at the same time. Um, just Google Oberlo, O-B-E-R-L-O, I believe, uh, business name creator, or just Google business name creator, and you'll get these tools where you could just drop keywords in. And then um, I like to use Google domains. 
Um, so you could go to Google Domains and then they have a search bar there where you can see if the name's available. And a domain name is very affordable. It's usually around 12 to 15 bucks. There's rare exceptions where they come up as like $1,000 or something like that, but that may be because somebody else owns it or for other reasons that I never quite understood. Uh, a domain name makes, you know, adds professional credibility to your company. If I can go to your website and see your work and do those things, I trust you more. And if I trust you more, I'm willing to do business with you. Um, and it, you know, separates you from a get rich quick scheme websites that are out there. Cause there's a ton of those out there. Um, excuse me. It establishes your business as a tech savvy business, forward thinking, right? Um, not a lot of people know how to use the internet well. Um, so the better and more beautiful website that you have, the more, you know, forward thinking your company looks because you have a good user interface and, you know, people can see your work and it looks pretty. It says a lot about your company. It's sort of like showing up to a meeting and having a really clean business suit on as opposed to casual clothes. Um, you really stand out and you really look like the person that you say you are. And that's important. Um, it creates mobility for your internet presence, right? If you decide to change web hosting services, relocate to a different country or shift uh, to using your own in-house server, your domain name is always George. You always keep it as long as you pay the $12 a year, which is really cheap and really affordable, you get to keep that domain name for as long as you go. Um, and as opposed to traditional marketing, as long as you keep current with your low annual fees, your domain name will never expire. Pretty much what I just told you there, guys. You can hold it for as long as you want. Um, I like to start with the domain name as the beginning of these six pillars because that's the one that holds everything. That's your address once again. So once again, and if you want to tell me where you live or where I can see your work or where I can purchase your product, you're most likely going to send me there. Um, so keep that in mind, guys. That's super important. All right, the next step two of the pillars here, guys, uh, your logo. Uh, this is your first impression in most cases. Uh, most people see logo, especially with social media being so present and so prominent. Uh, it's imprinted on all your products, if you have products, on your business cards, your website. Um, your logo communicates the ownership of your company, uh, and it can be super memorable. It can tell the world or potential customers who you are, the type of product, the service you sell, or the benefit. Uh, you offer them. Uh, there's brands like Nike, Apple, and McDonald's that all got memorable logos that represent their brand. Uh, anytime you see these logos, these companies, uh, they ring in your head, whether good or bad. If you had a bad, bad experience at McDonald's, then it could be a bad feeling, but you definitely have a feeling every time you see a McDonald's or a Nike logo. If you had those Nikes in high school that hurt your feet, then and then you had bought some Adidas afterwards and they helped your feet, then every time you see the Nike logo, you're going to think pain. <laughs> And every time you see the Adidas logo, you're going to think comfort. It's one of those things. But the logo invokes an emotion in you, and that's important. Um, depending on your experience uh, with these companies seeing their logo, oh, like I just said, guys, I'm reading it here. But, but like I said, every time you see it, you feel something, and that's important. Uh, you, you know, you can build customer loyalty. Um, there's people that swear by that Apple logo. Um, I'm sure you've seen the bumper stickers with companies, um, and, and, and it's, it's a weird thing because these companies allow you to get these bumper stickers and stuff like that because you're branding their services. So you're giving them free marketing. But to us, it never really matters because we care about the product so much, the memorable, that we want to show it off to the world. It screams of quality if I'm having, if I have an Apple logo uh, anywhere on, it, on my devices or it says that I'm with a certain, certain echelon. So you can see, guys, why the logo is very important and why you need to, you know, spend a little bit of t time on this, but also understand that, you know, you don't need to nail it the first time because you can always rebrand um, down the road and do a brand new logo and have a brand new theme and all that stuff. On the other hand, you can't really rebrand the domain name unless it's available when you go to do the rebranding. 
So the logo, I would spend a little time on it because if you hit a home run the first time, then the people that start uh, following with you, following you from the very beginning, will continue to follow you for as long as you know their logo will ring to you, and they'll be one of those people that stick your logo anywhere on their laptops, wherever. Um, so I got two options when I do logo creation, and uh, if I have the time, I do it myself. Uh, making your logo has pros and cons. Uh, one on the one hand, you're able to dial in and get exactly what you want because you're the one that actually can see and the colors and you can play with it and you can see and you can size and you can do all that good stuff. But on the other time, that takes away a lot of time. I remember guys, the, the scope of this course here is to get you to do it really fast. Uh, my goal and what I've done with this same six pillars is 48 hours. So you can spend two or three hours and try to use Canva. That's the place that I recommend going because it's absolutely free. Now they have a few upsells, but they're not mandatory. Um, you can actually work with it without the upsells. So I highly recommend going to Canva um, if you want to spend the time to do it absolutely free. And if you want to have full control, the other way that I do things though, is I outsource it and you know, Fiverr.com is a good place. There's Upwork. There's a bunch of places to do it. Um, but out, outsourcing is beneficial because you can save the time that it takes for you to make your own logo. So you get all that time back so you can continue to do the other stuff. Um, you can also get somebody that, excuse me, is actually super passionate about uh, creating logos. Uh, you're not, you may not be, you're not a graphic designer. You don't know color palettes. You don't know what color should go with which. You don't know what colors evoke emotion in people. And there may be somebody who can do that and actually enjoys to do that. And if you outsource it to them on Fiverr, um, you know, currency is different in, dif uh, in different parts of the world, of course. So, you know, $30 here in the United States can get you a really great graphic designer somewhere in India or somewhere in, you know, another part of the world. And they will give you an amazing, amazing created logo for, you know, $30. Uh, and it's, it's a really good option. So you got to start thinking about what is my time worth? And if it takes you three hours, to do a simple logo that you may not even like, you could you could literally pay yourself $10 an hour by freeing up that time and having somebody who really likes to do that actually do that. And that's the really cool part about uh, outsourcing. And it's the beautiful part about outsourcing. And it's the reason so many people do it. You can't handle everything. Now, and since you're learning this in the beginning, depending on how ambitious you are and depending how how controlled you are, you may want to do it yourself. And once again, go to canva.com, guys. That's the place you need to go. Um, but if you want to free up more time and you don't care about the control so much, $30 is still within the scope of this, um, six pillars, uh, under 300 bucks. And it's also very effective and frees up a lot of your time guys. Uh, so a logo is the second step and you must do that in that order. Um, uh, I swap these out because I think you need a business account first. So let's do that. Well, let's go in the order, guys. All right. So you need a website with your own hosting, right? So your domain name is your address, but your website is the home on the internet. So imagine if I gave somebody an address, but there was no house when they showed up. There was just a plot of land. That's what the website is. The website is the actual house, right? Um, you can decorate it any way you want. Um, living in the digital world, a website is now a necessity for business, uh, big or small. You need to have a place where your work lives on the internet or where people can purchase from you, and you need to be in full ownership of that. Um, if you have a business that you don't have a website, you're losing many great opportunities for your business. A website in itself is useful for many different marketing strategies. You could have people come to your blog. You could have people come to the sale. Um, you can you know, use the Facebook pixel, which I'll get into later on your website to track people that are visiting your website, not Facebook itself. 
Um, and you have a far wider reach, you know, uh, when you do your advertisement with your website, because your address on the internet, anybody in the world could actually go visit this. Um, so I have this analogy that I use. You want a website, but you actually want to host your website. Um, it's, if it's your first time building a website, then you might not know what web hosting actually is. And um, I've added a quick breakdown here uh, and I'll read it to you guys. I'm sure you can read it on your own, but let's go through it together. When you create a website, you essentially create a bunch of different files. These files need to be stored somewhere on a server to be accessible on the internet. Mind you, this is how you build your house, guys. So your, your, your house on the internet. You pay for hosting provider to host these files at, uh, on their server. So basically the hosting provider, um, I like to use HostGator. That's actually where, where I recommend you go. Um, and I get into that in this next section here, but it's basically HostGator basically gives you a locker and that locker holds all the files that are your website inside of that locker. And nobody can get access to that locker, but you, and nobody can put anything in or take anything out, but you, that's what hosting is guys. Uh, I recommend HostGator.com for your hosting. Um, um, out of all the ones I've tried, HostGator has been the best for me. Um, I've tried only three or four different ones. But HostGator has the best customer service. They actually help. I've reached out to them at the most random times with the most random problems. And this is not an advertisement or anything like that. They've actually come through. And every single person that I've gotten actually helps. It sounds weird, right? Customer service helping, that, that's not a thing. But yeah, HostGator is really good at that. Um, and the purpose of what we need it for, so you can install WordPress easily. So remember, your website is a bunch of files. WordPress is how you basically display those files and store those files and your WordPress goes inside of your hosting. Now, let me talk about something very important, an analogy that I like to make. There are places places like Squarespace and Wix.com, just to name two, where you can go and kind of do these things together at a click of a button. But there's a problem with that. And the problem with that is in the obvious is that they charge you fees to do this. And by fees, I mean like a higher rate. So, you know, the internet has a tendency to scare people who don't know how to do a website or hosting to think that installing WordPress into your host is very difficult. It actually isn't. And most of these hosting platforms make it, you know, really simple or give you the customer service in order to walk you through it if you have the time and you're willing to do it. So where places like Squarespace and Wix kind of dominate is by saying, hey, we'll do all that for you, but we'll charge you a lot, three times more, to be honest. So I can get three years of HostGator hosting where I can install my WordPress for about $97, uh, maybe even cheaper. And in order to have a Squarespace website for one year, the last time I checked was about $220 on some change. Now that was the last time I checked. I try not to go back there because I had, you know, this experience where I got once I found out this system, I felt like, wow, these people took advantage of me. Now, the analogy I like to make is on the internet, your home is your website. Do you want to own this website or do you want to rent this website? Do you know, do you want to own your home or rent your home? That's very important. There are two different peoples and two different mindsets in the world. One of them is they want to rent because they want the landlord to take care of everything that, you know, that breaks potentially, and they want no responsibility. They just want to pay the rent and live there. If you're that person, then you can go to Squarespace and pay, you know, the $220 a year to have them do all that for you. But if you're like me and you're interested in saving money, but having pure ownership of all your stuff, then you can save literally a third of the money that you're going to uh, pay there. And it's not as difficult as 
those companies will make you seem to believe. Um, definitely owned. You know, the landlord can't tell you what to do because you are the landlord. The landlord doesn't own anything. That you can add whatever you want because you're the landlord. You can fix anything you want. You can change anything you want. And in those places, because you're renting Swiss and Wearspace, you have to follow their rules whenever they may change at the flip of a dime. I'd rather you guys to save money and save time own your place online. Never rent it. Um, but that is a choice that you will have to make and a prices differences that you would have to go through. All right, guys, let's keep it going. All right, this is how you get paid the right way, guys. All right, guys, that was the first half of the six pillars of starting a side hustle webinar. And I will be back next week with the second half of that. Tune in so you can finish getting um, all that information and all those tips. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'll see you guys next week. Take care.